0: So we've had some uh, interesting developments in technology in uh, the first few weeks of the year, and something kind of caught my eye, and I I thought it would be something interesting to talk about. Um, It's probably something we're going to talk about on future episodes in more detail as this continues to roll out. But a day or so ago, uh, David Hansen, who... It's the one who created Ruby on Rails. Um, he's a part of 37 Signals, um, and uh, which is uh Basecamp. Um, him and some folks over there wrote a lot of interesting business books, things that I've I've read over the last collection of years to um challenge the way I think. I would probably describe um David's perspective as contrarian as a consumer. So I thought this was really interesting kind of the little bit of a rant that he's on. And normally I have a bunch of friends on this, on this podcast, but I kind of wanted to capture um, some of my raw observations uh, right now. So, you know, one thing that we'll, we'll look at real quick. So on Com, which is, I believe a, uh, a software offering that, 37 signals or david himself just provides haven't really dug into it yet some type of mail blog thing i don't know i'm sure i'll get scorched for saying something like that if anybody listens to this but the uh he had this article about the only thing worse than cloud pricing is enterprisey alternatives so yeah the public cloud it can be it can be pretty expensive um there's a lot of Analysis, they would go into the, you know, why that cost would make sense over running a data center or running from a colo. Um, We could probably go round and round for hours on the benefits or the disadvantages of both. Um, I think it comes down to a preference in the way you do business. But from what I'm seeing out there, 37 Signals runs a lot of their their workloads on AWS, like a lot of companies do. And they've been doing it for a number of years. And basically, you know, David's come out and said, we're spending, you know, like 3 billion bucks a year on AWS and it's out of control and crazy. And that may be the case, right? Um, I don't know the ins and outs of 37 Signals business. I don't know if it's uh, it's become untenable due to any (laughs) matter of factors. It could be, you know, the way revenue is coming in or, um, maybe the scale of the cost is, isn't worth it. Right. And it makes sense to bring it in a house. I don't know. And, you know, David's a smart guy, so I'm not going to say his feelings are unjust, but I think it lacks some nuance, um, on, on why. So in this article, which we'll link, you know, it looks like he spent some time talking to our friends at SUSE about leveraging Rancher and Harvester, about bringing in um, his workloads off the public cloud. And, um, you know, I'll let you guys read it. But basically, it's just like I spent $3 million in cloud services. And basically, the quote I got back was $2 million. And that's just untenable. Um, It's probably the professional way to say that. And then he goes into, you know, a comparison around like when I buy a Dell server, it's list price is $10,000. And then it actually ends up being $2,000. And, you know, that I would expect discounts like that. So, okay, fine. If that's what you expect buying hardware, but buying hardware and software is different. Um, also, different companies have different styles around what they consider discounting, right? So like, it's common to see discounts in the hardware space. I spent a bunch of years there um you know 50 60 70 80 off off of list depending on volume and size and all that stuff right so there's there's a lot of profitability built into uh and iron and that's the way the business always has been so when i spent years in gray market technology taking you know used hardware and remarketing that of course we were marketing that at you know off of list. And the key was you can have it now where, you know, if you're going to buy through a traditional channel, you might have a lead time of six, 12 months, you know, before that hits your dock and then you go install it and all that good stuff. So I think the first thing to point out here is that it's a different world, right? Hardware vendor discounts are not the same as software vendor discounts. Additionally, I sell a lot of software. Um, Those discounts typically don't trickle up to that level um, with the size of a company of 37 signals. They just don't. Um, You know, your Ford, your GM, um, Coca-Cola, you know, any of the big companies, you know, Obviously the tech, you know, the tech companies that rule the world and are the most wealthiest in the world. Like, yeah, they get discounts that like a lot of us don't see. And a lot of our customers don't see, um, and they may be in the, you know, you're going to pay 20 to 30% of list price, but that's not everybody. And that's not most people. And I, I you know, <laughs> if there's 37 signals is spending $3 million with, uh, AWS a year and they're crying about how, you know, expensive it is, you know, that, that's a, that's a nominal number for AWS customers. So, you know, I mean, the, the discount levels, there are probably not that great. So, you know, if they are spending 15, 20, 25 million a year, then we're probably looking at different discounts here. So I think, I think what's interesting about this article is that it's, it's basically just a basically obscenity laced, slam fest of susa and i don't think that's particularly fair (laughs) um because i think everything in business is a negotiation and you know i'd probably say all right david what do you what is it what is an approachable number for you to make a decision what are you trying to target i'm pretty sure he didn't lead with that Again, assumption, allegation, right? But that's just not typically how customers buy things. They go, this is what I want. Tell me how much it is. And then you spend cycles and cycles and cycles trying to understand what their needs are. And often what they want and what they need are different. And then what they need cost X. And then it's like, oh, that's expensive or that's way out of line. And I don't think that's a... uh, a great way to do business so like for me I love being upfront about pricing hey this is what it looks like list price well can it be less sure maybe depends on what type of deal we're talking about what is the timing of this and and I think at the end of the day the quicker you can get to a round number around pricing expectations then you can really get into the the details of like the needs and what I what I see here is there's clearly some lack of understanding between thirty-seven Signals and our friends at SUSE around what the intent was. And, you know, I think like, you know, often the customer needs to do a good job of explaining this is what we're trying to accomplish. If it was we're trying to get three million dollars in AWS spend onto five hundred thousand dollars a year worth of software investments. That's an easy place to start and start doing an analysis around. Is that possible? And then someone could end up on the side of, well, can't do it for 500, but for, you know, $790,000, it can be done. And then the customer has a decision to make. Does that make sense? Does that fit into what our financial goals are? So I look at this and it just becomes this like super broad strokes I hate enterprisey everything. I'm tired of the the cycle. Well, you know, I would say this the customer is a big part of the cycle. Like, give us the information you need. You know, I I, I don't want to do 12 meetings about a deal. I don't know what size it is. That sounds terrible. So I just, you know. <laughs> I've seen some of our friends over at SUSE, you know, probably trying to defend their honor a little bit um around this this is making the rounds on linkedin it's you know kind of interesting but i'm just like there's probably a better way to do this maybe (laughs) maybe not um maybe not you know just going out and airing dirty laundry on on an experience i mean what what if they just what if david just had a bad experience i mean that happens right like the world isn't a walking yelp review you know like move on find something else i just i don't know i think it's in bad taste I would, I'd be disappointed in myself if I treated someone like this. So, but you know, this dude races cars and stuff and it's been super successful and, you know, he's built things. So he probably, you know, he has a brand around being contrarian. So maybe, you know, this shouldn't be surprising to anyone, but you know, you look at his Twitter, looks like he's on a tear. So we're going to keep an eye on this. Um, we'll probably talk about this in, um, some detail over the next few weeks because I think it's going to be something that makes the rounds. And I think it's, I think it's a topic worth talking about, you know, understanding and meeting expectations and, you know, the things we say publicly. I mean, I always like to, you know, pull a stop sign here and just be like, should I say this? (laughs) I'm, I'm probably having that, that feeling right now. Should I even be addressing this? But I think it's interesting for our industry and I think it's interesting for anyone in technology to go, you know, like this is the business of it. And sometimes the business of it doesn't, doesn't get, you know, brought into the light a lot. There are list price for any type of solution out there. There are discounts available. That's why we work with companies and integrators and partners, you know, to do that. I mean, if I was a manufacturer, I'd want all the partners in the world so they can deal with all this flack because that's uh, that's kind of a tough place to be in. So we'll keep an eye on this, and uh, we should be dropping a full episode fairly soon. See you then.